hello. Oh my god, I uh, thought I was going through a brain aneurysm and I thought I died. Sorry. Are you you real? No, I am ghost. You're a figment of my imagination. I've always waited for this moment. Yeah. So, um, right before we're getting ready to hop on, we realized that. So, the situation for like losing income and being in america where we lol at people that don't have jobs that are salaried yeah um has been difficult to at least um and because she's just been doing this sort of like off the cuff kind of as like a sole proprietor and not actually like you know spent a hundred dollars or whatever the fuck it takes to register an llc um, that makes it a little bit even more difficult for the like relief to provide. Um, oh no, really? Uh, especially because we bank with Citibank, and Citibank is just like pretty massive at uh being awful, terrible pieces of shit. Yep. Um. So like, Citibank was only letting people apply for the uh, PPP loans. If you had like business accounts open with them already, so uh, uh, basically it was like, well, fuck. And she found like somewhere else to apply like fairly recently, but it's like a, some institution before really or doesn't have any affiliation with. Uh, but we just realized that you can fucking apply through them um, through PayPal for these loans. Oh, that's I, good. I had no idea that PayPal was like that type of an institution. Whatever that type of an institution even means, I have no idea. <laughs> nice. And of course, we found this out in a way that is like maximum David inconveniencing everyone <laughs> as usual because I was using uh, Jess's phone for a reason to look at this and she couldn't get ready to get on the podcast and I was just like uh, I think in the bathroom maybe and then being annoyed me but she'll be on shortly okay that's fine no worries I was just honestly if you want full disclosure I was just ordering uh, masks online for Liz and I (laughs) oh yeah are you finding Google ones I found uh, silicone ones that you can boil to disinfect what? And they have like replaceable uh, filters. That sounds crazy. Send me the link. Uh, yeah, sure. Hold on a second. <clears throat> uh, what else has been up? How are you been doing? Uh, good. I think a little bit stressed. <sighs> my brain is kind of spastic, and my time management is terrible. But that's pretty much normal, I guess. It's like a slow. <laughs> Slow progress toward getting better, but it just always feels really Yeah, I mean, it's it's a day-by-day kind of thing right now. Yeah. Let's see. I... Where are our headphones? I don't know. Oh, man. So Apple replacing my AirPods and fixing them has been like the most hilarious shit show. Oh, yeah, tell me about that, because you were having... This has been going on for weeks. Yeah. Uh, look at the link that I just sent you. That's what I'm talking about. 
I just I just bought two black ones for Liz and I. Why do they got black? Because that's the only one she'll wear. I guarantee it. Actually, <laughs> uh, sadly, the oh, I'll, I'll go back on that. Hang on, I found some crappy earbuds. Let me plug them in. Let me say, my ears. This is a long. Our podcast is, if anything, it's the longest standing. Um, like bash on Apple um, AirPods because of how terrible they've run for you over the years. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Well, water headphones work fine, I guess. I suppose that's why they give them away for free. Uh, the funny thing is, is like I, fucking, I can't think of any tech that I've had ever that I love as much as I love the AirPods. Um, really? With all the trouble they've given you? Yeah. Uh, it outweighs it? Yeah. Like, not having wires and... See, I, yeah. I'm old school, bro. Like, in bands, there's two ways you can go. You can go wired or you can go wireless. And the people that go wireless, there's nothing wrong with them, but if something happens, your shit's all fucked and it's specialized. And... If your shit goes wrong on a wire, you just grab another wire. <laughs> and yeah. I just always use headphones because with wires, corded ones, <clears throat> because they didn't usually need to have some sort of separate power system because if they would have gone out on the in the middle of a set, which I've had happen before, but for other reasons, like one time I actually, well, this doesn't help my case. One time I ripped the cord out <laughs> <laughs> of the mixer literally like looking at down at it and seeing my like fucking cord just sticking there out of it. And uh, I had to do that whole one just by feel and practice and a little bit of ear. And it's, it's one thing when you're like a guitar player and everybody gets it and you're just like playing. But when you're the guy that sets up every song and has to have everything perfectly timed, you want headphones. (laughs) Yeah, I could, I could see that. So I've I've just always been a corded headphone guy. Mm. Mm. That was uh gross. My favorite um my favorite headphones are the ones that don't have a fucking hardware mute. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that's not true. Um oh Uh, how are things up there? Life is normal, pretty much. I was out recently, and I noticed everybody around here just kind of acts like nothing's different again. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much how it goes. Other uh, than the stuff that's like literally closed because it's legally closed, but yeah, I mean, you just see people everywhere walking around acting like nothing, nothing's going on. Uh, here's the link to what I got to help myself mask and survive. The D-brand Doomsday Kit. Oh my, what is this? Oh, they're sold out. <laughs> Imagine your hands, but clean. Oh my god. <laughs> 60 milliliters of hand sanitizing revenge against a virus that almost got you to read. How much should this cost? Uh, honest to God, I don't even remember. I probably should. 
I think it was like 20 bucks. For the people that don't understand what we're looking at, the Doomsday Kit is sold out, but it was, let's see, a small bottle of hand sanitizer, a small towel. No, no, no it was and... just one, one piece of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a mask that they donate. Uh, no, I got one mask, and then they donated 20 masks. Oh, my God. So well, that's that's something. There's a lot of people that made a lot of money off of this whole thing, and it should have been you and me, David, but we're too lazy in playing video games. Yeah. Oh, and the mask that I got um, doesn't... You can't breathe through it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Aside from suffocating you, they look great in your obnoxious selfies and bring you one purchase closer to bankruptcy. David, this is what I really need, what I just sent you. Uh, what the fuck is that? that it's a rainbow milk gelatin cake. What? I don't even know. This is my annoyance. Like, I like to watch a lot of stuff about food. And I've seen this trend recently where they, they make these quote-unquote translucent cakes. Um, the first one I ever saw was a guy made a, a clear pumpkin pie. Um, and that was really cool. But at the end of the day, it's not cake, man. Don't call it cake. Nothing about that is cake. That's jello. <laughs> That's what that is. It's a jello. It's rainbow milk jello. Yeah. But it still looks cool. Um Oh man. Where, where's I feel like I'm stalling for Jess. I feel like that too. Also the doomsday kit was twenty bucks. But I feel like for the the hand sanitizer and like donating masks, it was worth it. If I bought any doomsday stuff, it was like trying to find more bread dough, uh, flour and stuff like that. Because you can't find flour fucking anywhere. It's stupid as shit. Well, you can because you're in Chicago, but yeah, kind of. Um, oh, I think the best thing about the uh, the doomsday kit was the shipping update that I got the next day. Um, the email reads, "Human, yesterday we launched a drop that literally nobody asked for. The doomsday kit." The deluxe version sold out in 13 minutes. The original version sold out shortly thereafter. Congratulations on securing yours. Not only have you ensured your continued survival, you've also succeeded in helping us donate tens of thousands of much-needed medical masks to doctors in Toronto, Canada. By any conceivable metric, yesterday's purchase was the best one you've made in years, or at least since your last deep brand order. Uh, from now until the end of April, we'll be shipping out doomsday kits in waves. The shipping priority will be based on the time of purchase, first come, first serve. Quote, but why don't you just ship them all at once, D-Brand? Great question. If you have any further <laughs> questions, please write them down and throw them in the trash. <laughs> this is why you and I need to start a business where we can just be total assholes like that. Like, that is the best business standpoint. Like, to just come out being an asshole and then nobody ever questions why you're being an asshole. In a way, Apple does it because they're always just like, you're stupid, shut up, we'll tell you what's cool. Yeah. But they just do it a little bit more tongue-in-cheek and quietly. And these guys are just like, no, you're stupid. It's like Cards Against Humanity. Those guys are fucking vicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David, here's another thing that uh, I need in my life. They redesigned the Campari soda. And the bottle is gorgeous. What is that? I know. It's so beautiful. I don't think I've ever had that before. 
I don't know if I, I I can't remember if I've had it or I think I had it before, but it was in a mixed <coughs> drink that was at some place that, you know, was trying to be fancy. But at the end of the day, all I really care about is their branding and their fucking bottle looks a dope as shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm catching up on some design websites. What about it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been cooking a lot of bread, man. Started my own starter dough. Started I I've made like a bunch of pizzas. I'm a pizza guy now. I got like a pizza stone. Nice. Like a like a food mill to make my own pastas or like sauces and stuff. Even I even bought tomatoes that are just for canning. I'm going like full in, man. Like going down the goddamn rabbit hole on these pizzas. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) 89% 89% of design businesses have or are contemplating furloughing staff. Don't don't say that. <laughs> they, they need us? Okay, so I feel like I am having a bit of a retarded moment. Okay. Furlough as opposed to being laid off. <sighs> okay, so um, fired is you're not going back. Laid off, I think, is a synonym for furloughed, right? Because furloughed and laid off, I think, both mean essentially as soon as we can bring you back, we will bring you back. And you don't have to, like, interview and all that shit. Um, So, like, during strikes or, like, if business is way down and they have to shut down for three months during the winter, they might furlough some workers, but then they come back in three months. But they're allowed to go work for other people, but I don't think they get, I don't think they get health insurance or any of that stuff. Mm, okay. That, that makes sense. It's kind of what I was thinking, but I wasn't totally sure. But then I heard somebody, uh, one of my other coworkers that they were being furloughed and they were still getting paid. So I didn't know, maybe they, there's, they probably used the wrong word. I don't know what they were talking. No, about. no, I, I heard about, uh, somebody having that happen too. Um, which seemed kind of interesting. Um, I wonder if it's some kind of deal where they pay a retainer to keep you from like going to get a job somewhere else. You know, and actually with those uh, small business loans, um, continuing payroll, I think, was conditioned to being able to accept a loan. Like, so maybe isn't if they fun? were like furloughed, I don't know. Isn't it fun being an adult? No, no, it's not so terrible. I, uh, it's like, it's like not only did our generation have to go through one of the biggest economic downturns when I came out of college, but now we're going through one of the biggest economic downturns and a pandemic. Yeah, and and we've got such great leadership to help guide us through. Oh, we've got <laughs> just another poop shoot in the... we got two poop shoots in, in line to come. It doesn't matter. One of those poop shoots is going to be the fucking president. Yeah. Oh, my God. So when I was talking to Apple support, uh, I think when I realized that I had only received one single AirPod uh, after having received the wrong AirPods... <laughs> it's like they're fucking with you at this point. I... Uh, the person I was talking to was really empathetic and nice, but there was like basically dick all that she could do to help me because their policies are like, <laughs> fuck you, basically. Yeah. And I was like, so, like, do you guys have, like, a, you know, like a corporate department or an email address? Like, somebody that has a job that 
actually, you know, like listens to customer perspectives about situations like these, like, cause I don't want to like yell at you. I know it's not your fault. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you are so much alike in that. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to hop on Twitter and start shitting all over the place, you know, and she laughed and I was like, you know, I mean, I just want my perspective to be heard. Hey. Oh, you just killed my punchline. Did, did we just, just, did we just get a duck? You just killed my punchline. <laughs> Ducked my punchline. I did. Ducked it right up. <sighs> you thought you had all your punchlines in a Hold row. Hold on. Hold on. David, yeah. ASMR us a really nice long sigh. <sighs> This is pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. I was really hoping for like one of those like really drawn out like <gasps> and, uh, courtesy of getting older, I don't have the long capacity. All of these is sound cues for you know theoretical days that we use sound cues. Yeah. We need someday we'll have a soundboard and like fancy people. I'm telling you, someday. It could happen. In years. Hey. <laughs> we'll pay some we'll pay some like we'll lie to some kid and tell him that we're really famous in Europe or something, and then we just moved over here to the United <laughs> States. And we're about ready to blow up and he just has to work for like six months for free. So an internship? <laughs> Well, no, because then we'll get him addicted to heroin, oh. and then we'll just keep him forever. Oh, uh, yeah. If it was an internship, they'd get addicted to coke. No, that's too expensive. We, we're only going to feed this person Dr. Pepper's and cocaine, or, well, heroin. And then uh, we'll chain them to the, with, to the desktop so they can't steal anything. Oh, clever. Yeah. I've never done this before. I mean, heroin? <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got out of that day yeah I'm gonna listen to the important stuff you know. um I was have you guys ever watched um this isn't happening it's like a it's a was a series on comedy central but they have it on youtube and they're like shorts like they're only like 15 minutes tops some of them are like six minutes um they're shorts of comedians and actors and famous people coming on to do basically they just tell a true story of something and they they have themes um but i was watching the one that's that was Artie lang Uh are you familiar with who Artie lang is he's a really famous comedian from new york new jersey and uh you know he's on the howard stern show forever but he was also in several different movies long career and uh i read his book i loved his his new york bestseller book it was it's too fat to fish did you I read it book. I, I oh yeah it's fantastic it. oh i've got it here I'll, I'll ship it with the book that i've spent to ship david for like 20 months i would love that um but he was telling the story about how he was like basically working at mad tv and they had gotten the the back then they had like lots of money for television episodes because it was just totally different and so they had like tons of money and so you know they're like shooting down on the beach in malibu and have like a hotel and and they've got uh the best makeup artist in the industry coming down to make Artie lang look like a fucking pig (laughs) like add six add six tits to his chest full face everything 
and he's like Jones in for for Coke. And I remember him talking about this in his book. But basically, uh, he he fucking gets so fucked up. He he gets so uh, angry that they won't like let him take breaks because he's basically in every shot of this skit. Oh God! And so he and he was in like six hours of makeup to get this thing all set up and everything like that. But basically, he just waits until the guy isn't the director isn't looking and just runs to his car and leaves and calls his Coke dealer and meets him at a restaurant. And like, basically, he said the Coke dealer didn't like really know who he was other than he was just a guy that buys Coke (laughs) because like he didn't know that Artie Lang had like gotten on the show because he was like he was famous, but he wasn't like, you know, everybody knew him. Yeah. And uh and so he sh- he pulls up to this thing, and the guy comes out to sell him the coke. And Artie gets out of the car, and he's dressed like a whole fucking pig. <laughs> and like the guy immediately is just like, "What the fuck are you into, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> and but like basically, he gets the coke, he gets back in his car, and he's trying to start the coke, but he realizes he can't do it with the, a prosthetic pig oh nose. My God. And so he's just like, "Fuck this!" And he just like breaks it tears it off he's like i'll just make them fix it you know like another hour of makeup or whatever and he does his shit and he's like driving back and he said he said it's like middle of the day like you're like you know like nine or ten in the morning he's dressed like a fucking pig and he's doing coke driving in la and he gets to a stoplight and there's a beauty he said a beautiful woman in a lamborghini and her face is horrified and he realizes that she is seeing a fucking pig doing cocaine driving a car (laughs) but basically he he goes back to the set and they all want to fucking kill him but they can't because they have to finish shooting so they have to just shut up and like deal with him and like he said every fucking hour so he would break the nose do some more cocaine they knew exactly what he was doing but they just had to deal with it and he said basically at the end of the night they just like let him crash in the hotel room and he he said he woke up in the uh, morning, and he had just shit like violently oh shit all over himself and the bed, and he didn't have enough time to like clean up or anything. So he basically got up, showered, and just left the hotel room. And then he realized that the fucking the hotel room was in his producer's name. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, and he does a way better job of telling the whole story but I was just watching it and it was just cracking me up because I had heard the story (laughs) before through his book and I had read it but like hearing him tell the story and he's trying to tell the story and he lost it really hard at one point because he was just reimagining his cocaine dealer seeing him for the first time (laughs) dressed as a pig covered with like man tits oh my god I can't even fucking imagine it's it's great because I actually feel like hearing it from like the way you say it, it it's a little bit more matter of fact kind of right now. And it's like its own right. kind of funny. Like I feel like hearing him say it would be funny again, but mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. And I really Yeah, and I wrapped that. it up in like three minutes. But I, he did it in like <laughs> fifteen, but it was great. But like I enjoy that. I enjoy like good story that like you know, you can tell slightly differently but like you still you need to from it, etc. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'll have to send you that book. It's a really good book. <sighs> um. But yeah, man, that guy—he fucking what a life that guy lived. What Jesus? 
I mean, he's still alive, but phew, surprising. I know. I feel like I just forget that. And I'm like, like anytime someone says, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Um, so another thing that I wanted to talk about that I totally remember today, <clears throat> this is the thing that I've been wanting for as someone that's OCD already. And like, now I'm even more of a hypochondriac <laughs> because I don't want to touch anything. I've been wanting these things that I've seen in Japan before. I haven't been in Japan, but I've seen that they are in Japan and they're basically little uh, foot grabbers on the bottoms of all the doors. Oh, like all doors. Like when you go to the grocery store, when you go up to any door on the outside of a building and you can just like catch it with your foot and open the door. And like, they're now like finally starting to come over to America and they're talking about, David, are you doing cocaine? No, uh, I no. sniffed. That's I'm just, sorry. Actually. Um, we, uh, I guess they're putting them in our office and now I'm like super pumped because I don't like touching anything anymore. It's like cool. Cause it's a great place to like test it out and see how they work without you having to pay for a bunch right. of them. Oh yeah. I don't, well, I don't need them in my place. I just need them at work. Yeah. You know, I don't want to like touch anything. Are you guys <sighs> back in the office? Uh, no, but they're, they're talking about it. Really? And they are basically leaving it up to whoever is comfortable coming back. Uh, uh, and I opted to be one of the people that was like, there's no real need for me to come back this quick. So I will come in when you when you need me to. Like, if there's something I have to physically be there to do yeah. or, like, review a sample or I got to go in and run a CNC or something like that. But, you know, there's no rush to get back. So, And they're they're understanding, too. But I think they're just trying to figure this all out but david i told you i mean you know if you're if you're a company and you're renting your place you might look at this as an opportunity to not have to rent anymore but if you're a company that owns your place you're looking at this as yeah you better get your ass back to work Mm -hmm. that makes sense i guess wait i don't know if i followed that you say it again i'm sorry the idea being that if you own property and you're paying for property taxes for an office, you want there to be people there. You don't just want them to just continue to stay at home. I mean, wouldn't that apply still if you were renting as well? Only, well, I think the thought process is a lot of landlords are concerned that a lot of businesses are seeing that they can survive without owning brick and mortar places and having their people work remotely. And so they can reduce the size of what they lease or or um, use, or get rid of them altogether, uh, and just have people work remotely. Oh, okay, gotcha. And it would be much easier to break a lease or not sign a lease than it would be to sell a property. Right yeah, now. <laughs> it is kind of funny because it's like I feel like everyone's still really timid about everything, because you know. It, well, except for the really rich people. The really rich people are making out great. They're buying stocks. They're buying property. Well, I mean, I didn't mean timid about, like, spending them in. Timid about, like, changing the status quo, I guess. Because if we were, mm-hmm. like, if everyone was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, rent and mortgages, we're, we're done with those. Like, uh, Congress, Congress didn't do anything about that. We decided it. We're just going to not do that. Yeah. And, like, what, what would happen, like? Jessica, are you freezing? No, I'm sorry. She's been doing this my all day, and it's fucking driving me insane. My nose is super So welcome to my life. I try not to, and I'm really bad about it, and I know it's annoying, and I feel bad. 
Well, it just sounds like you're like, it sounds like you're about to, like, you're holding back tears. Like, you're holding them in, like, like, you know, you're not trying, no, I don't want to cry. And it's, it actually kind of adds a little bit of dramaticism to all of our conversations. It's almost like we're talking about a puppy dying every time. Well, I appreciate you trying to make me feel slightly better about my very bad uh, compulsive <laughs> habit. We all have them. We all got them. Um, well, Jess, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I started um, a... I got a, a, a like dog house sitting gig finally, which is good. Uh, nice. I'm there Congrats. for a month, which is awesome. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, it's a couple, and they wanted to get one of the moms like to someplace warm. You know, they were like, you know what, we're obviously going to be like stuck in quarantine for a while. Like, let's get like her somewhere healthier. Like, we'll get out of town, etc. And they got me a message like god i think it was like a day maybe two days before and they were like hey like oh my god like we know it's the last minute but we just decided like we see your reviews you're awesome like we trust you like uh if, if we book you we can't believe you or like they were like we can't believe you're available like if we book you now like can you come meet the dogs and i was like uh, yes um, <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I have any openings. Uh, yes, yes, it looks like I am available uh, oh, forever for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was great. The couple's super sweet, um, and the dogs are really cute. They're good. Uh, what do you? What kind of doggos both, do they have? Says. Um, one is like a white uh it's like i think it says like a american miniature american eskimo miniature poodle mix but it mostly just looks like what? i know i was like what the hell is that gonna look like it just looks like a poodle mix uh but like it's an inuit yeah. poodle uh it's like <laughs> trying to decide how big it is give you a comparison um Basset hound or something? How, exactly how many puddings? <laughs> how many pudding? How many pudding uh, snack packs would it be? I have no idea. I was like, I can do that math, and I was like, no, no I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, that's what I appreciate is that you sat there and you went, hmm. <laughs> how many would that? Be? Um, Let's see. A leg is about one pudding thickness. Oh, okay. So that yeah, dogs. If you're listening out there, people, figure out how many how many puddings your dogs are and, and send us that. I want to know. Um, I guess I'd say that one's probably about 30-ish, 35 pounds. Um, and then the other dog is, uh, I don't know what it, its mix is. It's like a medium-sized, like, reddish, copperish, or reddish-brownish dog. Um, <clears throat> it very, it looks like a dog you get at a shelter. Like, it is the best way I can put it. Aww. And not in a like unhealthy or unclean way or whatever. Like super she's she's well, just the look of like the the look where it's like it tends to be some kind of lab mix with either like it always seems to be a lab mix with like a pibble mix or a lab with like I don't know, a 
like a beagle and a couple of terriers or something like a hound dog and a terrier you know like some kind of crazy mix uh sure but she's i want to say about 50 55 pounds um super sweet though like they're pretty low maintenance like they just they just want your attention like that's all they really want in life this is your attention uh and so is this gig this gig mm -hmm. you get to actually stay with them yeah that's awesome it's been fun Oh, are you there now? Speaking of, we no, should, you're uh, not there. Uber. Yeah, I figured um, get, go in here in just a minute. I keep it. This is going to be podcast and sniffling. Yeah, podcasting on the go. Usually that's Brock. <laughs> Sniffle on the go. Man, this is going to be ASMR business uh, podcast. I don't know yeah, why I said uh jess i was gonna say uh like I, I sometimes look at my dog and i think this fucking dog has no idea what other dogs go through <laughs> like like he was born he was with another couple until he was like 10 weeks 12 weeks mm-hmm. and then we got him and then for the rest of his life he's just had like Which, the best honestly of that's so awesome like it's so great when you have someone who like gets a dog when they're a puppy and they like get to stick with it like i like i i oh, love yeah. so much all of my dogs cute etc but i've had exactly one dog that was mine that i got you know i picked her out when she was a puppy etc and like got to like grow up with her and like yeah it's it is just a little bit different if nothing else like not the bond or whatever but just you don't have to wonder things, you know? It's never like, oh my god, are they secretly going to be afraid of this thing that because something happened that I don't know about? Well, and the Bond thing kind of sounds like spiritually kind of thing, but there is, like, literally, like, they read you and you read them. Like, they know you so well that they can watch where you're looking, they watch your body language, they just, they're so smart. But anyways, he... I've been catching him every single day. He, I make the bed, and he like throws only my pillows wherever he wants, and like makes himself a little nest. And I was like, no other dog gets to sleep on a king size bed all day. Like, did I mean like? Well, not lots of other dogs do, but like he has no idea. (laughs) Like, like other dogs are out there sleeping on the streets. Like my dog, I take him out when it's like raining, and he's like. Let's go back in. Like, I don't need to pee now. I wait. I mean, do you need to pee? Is that uh, why we're outside? Well, like, like, when it's really hot, he's such an air conditioning pansy. Like, when it's really hot outside, he'll be, like, super excited to go outside. And then he'll get up to the door, stick his head out, and go, oh. And oh, like, turn around and that's go That's hilarious. Like, I've done a lot of dogs who, like, <laughs> will get outside and just lay down constantly. Yeah. But, uh, no, Eames, Eames will be like, mm, no, I don't like it. No, no, not into That's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, David, yes, this is a great ASMR episode. Here, you want to hear? Here's another really good one. This is a very oh, specific one, one. This is the sound. This is the sound of a zero Halliburton latch from the 1960s. Hold on, ready? Oh. So nice. And here's it shutting. Hold on. Oh, yeah. That's a good click. 
I like it. It was, it was all right, I guess. Snippity, uh, snippity. Oh, well, I can't, I can't ever freaking please Dave. Uh, Jess, when did I stream at CBB? Mm. <clears throat> I thought I stopped wait. in like 2017, but I think, wait, no, I think I 17. All right, hold on, hold on. Is this one better, David? Here you go. That was a good was one. That? It was very smooth. That was a good one. It was interesting. Nice. Wait, are you just actually getting a drink? Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm making myself a Willits. Here, here's the closing of it. Look up the Willits bourbon uh, bottle. It's like the classiest bottle. I definitely ever don't open anything that smoothly. Ever. But it sounded it's such pretty. A classy bottle. Oh, oh, oh. God, every website that has booze, they're like, are you 21? Like, like you even care. I'm like, bitch, a thousand. <laughs> what? <laughs> bitch, I'm a thousand. Uh, this picture that I'm sending you is what I'm drinking. It is a very small uh, distillery in Kentucky, and I love the place. It's amazing. I've been there once. want to go back again. Huh. Uh, yeah, David, I'm playing a new game, bud. And it's called Snow Runner. You ever heard of it? Sounds familiar, but I don't. Okay, so I kind of feel bad because, like, I really like it, but apparently, tons of people have been like waiting like a decade for this fucking game to come out, and it just came out, and I just like stumbled into it. It's like it's like you you never knew anything about Star Wars or something, and then you, like, happen to show up and have a ticket the day it opens. <laughs> but anyways, I, I I downloaded it, and, okay, you're gonna laugh at me, but literally the entire game's premise is you get to drive different types of trucks <laughs> and in mud and snow and different stuff, and it's, like, very realistic, and so, like, you have to do different gear changes, you have to switch down into different gears, you have to, like, lock Wait, what's diffs. this called? It, it's the... Okay, I just played this before because I thought it looked silly because oh, the trailer so I saw for it had this like super fucking hype song, and I was like, "Oh wow!" But then I played <laughs> it, and I was like, "It's actually kind of cool." Hmm. I mean, it's totally in the same like realm as like you know farming simulators and shit like that. But it is a uh, it's kind of like mindless and fun. Like, one of the things I had to do was try and get my truck up to, like, the top of this mountain. And it was really fucking hard. And I'm having to do, like, all this winching techniques and trying not to flip my car. And, like, it was pretty fucking intense and fun. And I didn't have to call my insurance. (laughs) That would be real. I told my brothers, I'm like, the only thing way this game could get funnier is if they had, like, after the thing and you, like, bring it back to the garage, you have to file an insurance claim and sit on the phone in real time with, like, an insurance agent. (laughs) Sir, what happened? I was bouldering. I was trying to deliver steel to a steel <laughs> mill. <sighs> I'm sorry. I was trying to bring children medicine in a sure, snowstorm. Sure, sure. <sighs> yes, I was drinking, but it's just a video game. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that game was really funny. It was like I was like, the funny thing is, I should, I, I knew it was going to be more complex. 
like okay david it's like the difference between playing no man's sky and just like jumping in and within a few minutes you can kind of get it and at least have fun and then immediately going into elite (laughs) dangerous (laughs) and then like realizing you have to like read a manual and watch a bunch of movies before you can even turn the thing on um that's kind of how it was because i was like thinking in my head like oh yeah this is gonna be a game that's gonna be really like technical but as soon as i got in the car i just treated it like every other game like grand theft auto and just (laughs) slammed on the gas and oh yeah within minutes i'd fucking roll the car and fucked my engine up and broken a (laughs) bunch of panels and shit (laughs) i was like oh yeah that's right i can't do that (sighs) the other thing i've noticed i've caught myself doing david is in games that are like sandboxes or landscape games, I have completely turned off all of the uh, music. And that is the best decision I've ever made. Really? Especially in like Red Dead Redemption and this game, uh, like the games where you're like outdoors, you can like hear so much more and there's so much more interesting things going on and you're hearing more of like the actual... um, audio engineering than you ever would if you were just listening to music now if you're playing this story mode definitely listen to the soundtrack soundtrack is fucking amazing and the guy deserves (laughs) the awards they won for it but the sound engineers also won awards too and just hearing that game as you go through it is amazing especially in the headphones gotta do the headphones interesting yay Interesting. interesting Uh, um, David, you playing anything recently? Liz has been Liz has been playing, wanting to play Mario Kart like every day after. Uh, and by the way, yes, she kicked my ass the first nice. time we we played, and multiple times, <laughs> and multiple times since. Well, at least now I know why she wants to keep playing. Oh yeah, every day she comes home she, from work, she wants to eat some food, <laughs> eat a bunch of snacks. And then she wants to try and kick try and kick my ass in Mario Kart. And I'd say a good percentage of that That's time she succeeded. Pretty good night. Uh, and then she wants to go nap. Uh, guys, I've gotten really good yeah. at making pizza. Yeah, I uh, started doing my own breads Ooh. and stuff. And like started my own yeast starter. I've named him um, Stuart the Starter. Mostly just so I can go, look what I can do. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm, I've been, my buddy Tyler, who also lives up in Chicago there, he, um, I gotta intru- introduce you guys sometime when we're up there. We gotta make that happen. Um, but either way, he uh, showed me how to, like, make pizza dough, because he had made a pizza when I was up there. I was like, dude, you gotta show me. Like, that's one of the few things I have never gotten right, is breads and doughs and stuff like that. Like, I'm a pretty confident cook, but when it comes to breads and stuff like that, there's just more to it than what I'm used to. And uh, a lot of it has to do with patience, and I'm not a very patient cook. So, he showed me the stuff and kind of walked me through it and I watched a bunch of videos and I'm totally addicted now. Like I bought a food meal and making my own sauces. It's delicious, man. I made a pizza today, right? When uh, Liz came home, have my own like pizza stone and like a whole setup. And it's so cool. I love it. It's the best. And it's freaking delicious. And the smell is so amazing. Like there's something about, 
it's one thing when you like make something and it's really good and you made it, but oh, man, when you fill a house with the smell of something you made, it's just so awesome. I'm like, mm, have I ever done this? Sometimes with. Um, brownies? you should. <laughs> um, whenever you guys come visit, we someday. Whenever you guys <laughs> come visit, we will uh, make sure to feed you guys a ton of. Awesome home cooking. Sorry, meals. I'm a little bit distracted because I just um I don't know how the hell I stumbled upon this, but I discovered that um uh, in Illinois your employer um basically like if you quit or get fired and you have like however many weeks of paid time off like saved up, um in Illinois you like legally are required to get that. Yeah. And I think that's no, most states, uh, actually, right? Oh. So, yeah. Oh, I thought it was because uh, it's see. still your time. California, Colorado, yes. In Illinois, it's yes unless the employment employment agreement says otherwise. In in uh, uh-huh. Indiana, gotcha. it's yes. In Kentucky, it's yes, and the payment must be sent within fourteen days. Uh, Maryland. Ooh, yeah, go Kentucky. That usually doesn't happen. Maryland, Minnesota, Nebraska. Wait, is there a fine print on the Kentucky one that says you also have to marry no, your sister? That was just assumed. I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they must. They must have gotten rid of that clause. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, they have a. I mean, so yeah, like there now. Less than half the states, at least it seems like, and a lot of it, and most of the states that do. Um, also, like, allow the employment agreement to just be like, fuck it. No, you don't get it anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, hmm. Some people just don't yeah. care. It's really crazy. And, you know, if anything, I mean, we, you and I can sit here all day and bitch about our country and all the things that are kind of fucked up about it, but... I mean, it really showed all the holes in it when a bunch of people that were employed lost their jobs for no fault of their own and then also yeah, lost their like, health insurance it, it just feels like it should be such an, and it's and why again are we not supposed to yeah, have universal it just feels like insurance? that should be such an obvious thing and i feel like we're just like we are just like looking around the elephant <laughs> well not, not only that but like all the people that were like you know, fuck socialism. Well, they gladly took a $1,200 check from their government. And the same people that are like, you know, we don't want Obamacare. It's like, well, yeah. And then they're, they're but then they come back and they're like, well, you know, but we all lost our health care. What are we supposed to do? It's like, that's, that was the whole point of Obamacare was yeah. that you would have a backup and that it was guaranteed by federal law and you spent 10 plus years trying to make sure that that never happens. <laughs> uh, I can't handle our own people sometimes. And in, in, in fairness, and I've had this conversation before, there's nowhere I can go in the world yeah. that everybody's perfect. But God, man, sometimes you just I was go... Like, but it'd be nice to try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's countries that are definitely trying. But then they've got some other thing going on, you know? They've got their fuck-ups. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, it's like, you go to New Zealand, but then there's nothing there. Yeah, I mean, all the hobbits are gone, so what's the point? Or wait, no, I'm thinking of Green... Am I thinking of Greenland? Is it Greenland that's just a volcano? Or is it... Are you thinking about Suvius? I think you're thinking about Suvius. <laughs> I know. I know you're not going no. to that, but I have no idea. I'm sorry. Let's see. Um, I honestly don't know what I'm talking about. And I feel really embarrassed now. <sighs> I mean, you... I was like, let's you just, knew enough to know that, hey, it's a thing worth knowing about. Oh, oh, okay, uh, just real quick, not important, but your, um, your bottle, your whiskey, right? Whiskey? Yeah. Billets, like, this yep. reminds me mm-hmm. so much of something, and no, it's, uh, of... it's depression era glass. I will send you a couple pieces, like hourglass. Oh. My grandparents um, sold antiques, so like it wasn't just like they had some antiques around the house. Although, like my grandma still does, like they had like three booths at like an antique mall, and so like they got really into like you know you look it up and see how much it's worth and how, what's good and what's not, etc. So there was just always stuff like this around. This the they like they trace the origins back to uh like a guy named Edward Willett in sixteen six or sixteen seventy four in London who was a pewter tradesman, cool. and that's what they named him after. Now they didn't they weren't based there, but that's what they named it after. Um, but yeah, cool. it's crazy. Kentucky bourbon, man. Uh, no, I love this place. They have a giant copper still that they built just to distill. Uh, bourbon. It's amazing. I like a good one off. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it right, right? There's other people doing it like Jim Beam, and it's just like, yeah, just go ahead and pour that down the. Or do it funny. If you can't do it right, do it funny. Yeah. Or interesting. Or you know. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm not a snooty person when it comes to booze because there's yeah. a time and place for cheap booze. <clears throat> like in mixed drinks, if you if you're putting fancy, expensive booze in a mixed drink, you're just dumb. I'm sorry, you're just dumb because you're not tasting it. You're just dumb. <laughs> the fancy boozes are for the ones that you want to sip on. Everything else, just use the cheap shit, man. You're gonna be blending it up with a bunch of bananas and strawberries anyway. Like, Who cares? I don't know. Kind of one of those, like second from the bottom sheer bottom shelf things. I'm a big fan of that. Like, well, uh, no, I'll I mean, drink I well. Drink <laughs> David knows I'm not afraid like, of the well. You know, if it's kind of one of those where someone asks and you don't know, kind of thing, like. That's usually a good place to start because it's like, all right, I know I'm not going to be paying out the ass and I know that eh, it's probably at least like not going to taste like rubbing alcohol. There was a time that we drank and David, you might have been with us. I think we were down at the old dormitory maybe and literally someone found a bottle that had laid it and sweated off. 
so we didn't even know we didn't even know what it was and it wasn't like a bacardi bottle or something that was like iconic that you could just look at the bottle and go oh i know what that is it was a bottle that probably just sat behind a fucking door or something for like decades i was like i assume you drank it it was amazing okay good yeah, I mean, it was. It just turned out to be something. I think it was vodka or something. And it's just like at the end of the day, it's just. Kind of figured so was that it was going to be like vodka, maybe rum. Like, yeah, I mean, like what what can go wrong with vodka? <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. It's just vodka. It might taste a little harsh, but fuck it. You know, it's not going to go hmm. bad. Yeah, I, I was like, I've never really looked into this. Is it like, can it go bad? I would think it could, but also. If, if anything, it would just evaporate a little bit and become, I guess, more condensed. I guess it wouldn't be more. Con- hmm. Now it's a really good question. Because what actually evaporates? Is it the water content or mm. is it the alcohol content that is evaporating from a liquid? Hmm. I know. It's like, I was like yeah. scientists. I David, David, find me, find me uh... a scientist. I'll get my brother on here one of these days. He'll like, I, I've never studied this. I'm like, take your I best guess. It's fine. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's a little hungover and doesn't want to do anything today oh, because God. he was drinking Malort. If you've never had Malort, oh my God. Well, you guys are up in Chicago. Yeah. You should know exactly what yes. Malort is. <sighs> well, that's, that, that is a dare is what that is. But I challenged him last night. I was like, He was like, what should I be drinking? I'm like, you drink your <laughs> fucking Malort and you enjoy it. I can't do it. There's only a few drinks in this world. Slow gin, Malort, and like, I don't know. You know, the insanely sweet wines and shit just make Sadly, make, make my stomach some. turn. Oh, um, the fucking Dude, Fireball. I hate, fireball so much. I hate it. It's, God, it's the fucking worst. And everyone goddamn loves it because they're fucking so stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. When, when all these... Like when, when they got famous, and like asking Alexandria was like sponsored by them, and I was like, "What a terrible Wait. fucking thing to be sponsored by!" Hey, we brought you forty cases of this terrible booze that makes your stomach sick. Sorry, I missed who was sponsored burn. by them. Uh, uh, asking Alexandria. Uh, who did I just uh, say? Weird. Asking Alexandria. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that doesn't surprise no. you at all, does it? <laughs> Not really. No. No. They kind of gone through waves. They started out really awesome. They got that one douchebag that went like full-blown country western idiot. And then they got rid of him. Well, he left. And then they got a new guy. And now they're kind of cool again. I've, I've seen them recently with their new guy. And they're really good. So <sighs> Back when I could see concerts. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they finally gave me my oh, money boy. back for that Bunbury three day festival, which is nice. It only took them like 40 or 50 days or something like now that. Now they're going to go out of business and die. Love how it, yeah. Depends on how many people are like Chris and I insist on it. Actually, probably. Well, I didn't insist on it. They actually oh. decided to uh, oh. do refunds on that whole thing. People were hoping that it was going to still happen because it was in June. That sucks. Um, But they still canceled it. Uh, And I'm going to guess it was mostly not even their hand. I think it was probably a bunch of artists canceled. You know, that sucks, but I feel like it's actually a 
good, responsible thing to do, so I can respect that. Shut up, I'll never be able to see Oliver Tree. I want to die. <laughs> oh my god, I wanted to see Oliver Tree so bad. I didn't care about anybody else. I mean, it, it, there was so many other good bands. Like Liz and I were talking, Angels and Airwaves were really sad we don't get to see them. And I really wanted to see Angels and Airwaves just because I wanted to see mm-hmm. if, uh, what's his name, Tom would uh, make fun of Blink-182 and how they fucked up two years in a row no, with see, Bunbury. It's good that God. this didn't happen because now you're going to get to see all of them like next year or something and you won't have to worry about all your faves dying. No, it'll never happen that way because there's no way they'll ever get the same lineup. It'll um, just be a totally new lineup and it blows dicks. Yeah, but if there's only two of them, you really <sighs> what are the chances that they'll both be there? I think there's a high possibility they could get Oliver Tree as long as he doesn't blow up, blow up, and mm-hmm. take on some other concert right around the same time period. Um, what I've seen is Bunbury is smart. They put this thing out usually um, mm-hmm. the first weekend of May, and uh, usually they end up doing so well that uh, like a lot of big acts use this as their jumping off point so you'll see a lot of artists come through that that is their gotcha. first concert of the year and so you get to see people like they use it as like a one time show to try out all their set try out their equipment um, so you get to see people's new sets for the first time like when we saw MGK it was the first time they were doing it that year when we saw that's Dropkick like, Murphys like, it was their first show that year that's so nice anyways because like stuff like that like, it's understandable but you know, sometimes bands get tired, and sometimes that shows in their shows. And if it's like their first one, like that's so cool because oh, good yeah, chance they're dude. not at that level yet. Brock, Brock, I think brought it up one time that we were on the podcast. Um, Warp, Warp Tour one time brought a like mm-hmm. famous photographer on their tour with them, and the photographer just took photos of the all the bands on the first day <laughs> of Warp Tour and on the last day of Warp Tour. And like they had all like lost tons of weight. They all Gosh. looked fucking sickly. They like they, it's just crazy like how much it takes out of them. And uh, seeing it physically was pretty pretty oh, intense. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! I just realized we've actually somehow managed to put an hour together. Oh my god! Uh, I do have one more thing that happened. So, uh, yes, I have, please. I've had these dogs that I've been walking. Like, you know, probably four dag dags. Yeah. You uh, like dags? Like probably, I don't know, four or five days a week for the last couple of months. And I went in to go mm-hmm. walk them yesterday. And the apartment is empty. Not like nobody's oh. there, although that was also true. But like, there's no furniture, there's no nothing. They moved out. Were they robbed? Uh, okay. Well, how, so how first you, of all, like, okay, like hmm. you know, you could tell because it was like nothing on the walls. It wasn't like oh, somebody left behind like a crappy rug, you know. It was like all gone. Yeah. And so, first of all, I have keys. But how did you get in? So Isn't this I was, insane. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, okay. It was a guy and a woman there at first. They had, like, been engaged or something, and they broke up. But, so, you know, maybe over the last 
couple weeks or even a month maybe, I had seen like a few boxes around. However, almost everything in them was from like the room that she had been using and like maybe the occasional glassware or something. Like nothing else has moved, like no other furniture, etc. So I honestly just figured, oh, he's probably packing up her shit, you know? A completely reasonable thing. Yeah. So he doesn't say anything to me, like I don't hear anything, etc. I just go in there and I'm like, uh, hello? <laughs> and there's no one there. And I I just kind of like looked around for a moment, like, what do I do? And then I left and I sent a text that was like, hi, you moved? <laughs> and my first text back, like a few minutes later, was just, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, like, what? I was like, um, okay. So. It's it's like the, what, what movie, is it The Boiler Room? Is that the movie where, like, they, like, go to the where the office is supposed to be and there's uh, just, like, know, one phone? That's probably how it felt, yes. It was. It was weird, like, uh, it's like, I get, you know, you're busy or whatever, but, like, how do you just, either, A, like, how do you forget completely to be, like, okay, I'm moving, but even if you... Eh. You you gotta remember, some people are really petty and stupid, like, when I split up with Mm -hmm. with one of the people that I used to date, and uh, we were engaged... And we were living in this place together and we were, it was the end of college and, and I had moved home and I was like, you know, all the utilities were in my name. And I was like, look, you know, I'm glad that you're paying for the bills, but I need you to take over the name because I'm not there anymore. There's no reason yeah. for me to have the name on it anymore. And she just wouldn't respond uh, and basically said flat out no. And so I just called them and I was like. Yeah, I can't get the person that's living there now to take the name off, or to like switch me over. They're like, oh, then we'll just shut it off. And yeah, we'll like, you off of it. That's I'm like, reasonable. Okay. You know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But I, so like, you know, didn't get any answers out of them. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I get a call that's like, you fucking asshole. And it's like, dude, like a million times I told you in person to your face, you got to switch this over. You got to be an adult. You know, that's part of a split up is you don't have yeah, somebody like, doing that stuff for totally you anymore. <laughs> and it was just so funny. They were like, they're like, you know, we were not going to have any power for a few days because they have to come out here. I'm like, yeah, that sucks, man. You should have <laughs> probably done it when I told you like a month ago. You're yep. lucky I didn't do it like so, on uh, Christmas uh, Eve. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, you're lucky I didn't call the cops yeah, and say there's there's squatters in the house. <laughs> Uh-huh. People are morons. Yeah. I love it. What? Pe- people are morons. I love it. You fucking, you what, fucking heard me. Wow, Jess, it, it it does look like that depression glass. That's a really cool decanter that you showed in the I last. I was very picture. happy really to like because originally what I was like picturing was uh, like the candy dishes and stuff because that's just what I you know most immediately remember, but. I was like, I know there was other stuff with it because it was, you know, glassware, and I, I started to see the other stuff, and I was like, perfect. Nice. 
Well, guys, should we wrap it up and uh, probably good. take yeah. a nap? <laughs> mm. Dave, you got any final words of wisdom for everybody? Um, yeah, I mean, really, because I feel like everyone's going through hard times right now. You know, it is what it is. And people are looking for, for something, you know, to not make them feel like shit all the time. So I'd just like to remind everyone that I said strike and redistribute the wealth, bitch. <laughs> I was, I was waiting if he was for it take to become an Oscar notorious joke, so. I, so was I, so was I. But David always doesn't just take <laughs> one shot through a door. He checks first. Bye. All right. Oh, bye. Bye. Bye-bye.